largo benissimo bravo sempre lucido anche al novantesimo Keita lo attaccano in due cerca la palla dentro il velo il tiro l'autore gol Attenzione, palla dentro per Lautaro, Lautaro il tiro, e gol, e gol, e gol, e gol, e gol, il Toro, il Toro, il Toro, il Toro, il Toro. Welcome to uh, the Serpents of Inter podcast. I'm Matt Clark, site manager for serpentsofmatadina.com. And uh, just to kind of get right into it, this, uh, this bonus podcast, we're trying to maybe do two a week, perhaps. Uh, not really sure how to work out, but nonetheless, uh, uh, jumping right in and talking about Friday's match uh, against Calgary. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I, I don't even know how to, how to characterize this. I, you know, it was, a, it was a game on paper that, that Inter had all possibility to win. Uh, Calgary had, you know, one of the worst defenses in, in, in Serie A. Uh, not a not a very prolific offense, um, but they've always had problems with Calgary, and, and and that was demonstrated uh, on Friday night uh, in, in in Sardinia. And, and you know, I, I don't know. Uh, you you can blame whatever you want to on it, uh, tactics, players on the pitch, um, whatever. But uh, and, and it's easy to to Monday morning quarterback this. Uh, you know, since since Inter had been doing so well. Uh, amid all the issues with Mauro Icardi, uh, and, and then here they go to Calgary in a game they're supposed to win, and they wind up losing 2-1. Uh, they they drop the points. Uh, AC Milan uh, picked up a win over the weekend, so they move one point clear uh, of of Inter into third. Fortunately, Roma uh, did not win the Derby de Capital uh, and, and uh, uh, the Derby de Capital. Uh, as as Lazio prevailed and and they so Inter remain in fourth, um, but but regardless, uh, you know I, I think we saw just some some very weak uh, weak defending for Inter. I think they they let things get the better of them. Uh, he, here's the first goal uh, for for Calgary in the first half. Uh, take a listen to this. Uh, you can kind of see that 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 their their offense uh, just really got the better of Inter's defense uh, early on. Chigarini with the free kick, attacked by Cepitelli, and Cagliari take the lead. Who got the final touch? It is the captain, I think. You know, they hadn't scored from a defender all season long. Luca Cepitelli attacked it. And it's the skipper who's given the home side the opening goal. But Inter Milan, in, in true Inter fashion uh, of late, uh, was able to come back uh, not too long after that initial goal by Calgary and, and find a, a response thanks to uh, 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 you know, Raja Nangolan and, uh, and Lataro Martinez. Take a listen. Politano's been very quiet. Now Nangolan trying to take the game by the scruff of the neck. It's a good ball in as well at Inter level. Lovely cross from Nangolan. And Lautaro Martinez back on the score sheet. A ball in, out of nothing really. 
Who needs Icardi when you've got Lautaro Martinez? Now, typically what's happened in the past in these situations is, is Inter is able to build up momentum off of off of making the tying goal and, and, and then are able to finally, if not late in the first half, maybe sometimes in the second half, uh, put teams away. But that uh, was certainly not the case here. Chigarini uh, able to come through with, uh, with, a, with a great looking goal. Uh, and, and, uh, and which ultimately wound up being the game winner. Cigarini seeing plenty of the ball. Serna, that early cross again. Pavoletti! Oh, it's stunning! Cagliari back in front. It's their main man, Leonardo Pavoletti. The Milan fan scores against Inter. It's all about that early ball from Dario Serna and Pavoletti getting in front of his marker. De Vray not tight enough. Skriniar couldn't get there either. And can you restore that advantage? So again, that wound up being the uh, the game winner for Calgary, although they did get a late penalty uh, that Barella was able to sky into the fifth row of the bleachers behind goal, uh, which was fortunate for Inter. It kept them in the match, but they weren't able to do anything in the last few minutes of the game. So a 2-1 defeat for Inter uh, at Calgary, and what that did is that dropped points. Uh, Kepamon's 47 points. Uh, AC Milan uh, able to win uh, over the weekend, which I, I don't think was necessarily too uh, unexpected. Um, and, and and what that and what that did was uh, basically just uh, allow allow them after they beat Sassuolo one nothing, uh, beating a 10 men Sassuolo side, um, moved uh, moved AC Milan into third, a point above uh, above Inter. Uh, another interesting match, uh, Juventus holding off Napoli. Uh, they go 16 points clear uh, on top of Serie A in what could have been considered a, a bit of a controversy at San Paolo. Um, Roma uh, not doing very well at all, able to capitalize. had the opportunity. The door was open uh, to capitalize and, and possibly even go ahead uh, or at least tie Inter. And, and they wound up losing to Lazio uh, in their match in the capital. Uh, and and uh, which which didn't bode well at all for Roma, uh, but nonetheless. So right now the way the standings are, Juventus uh, top of the league, it's on 72 points. Napoli in second on 56. AC Milan third on 48, and Inter in fourth on 47. The uh, the the fifth and sixth place, uh, Roma and Lazio. Uh, of Roma on 41 points, Lazio, or rather Roma on 44 points, Lazio on 41. Torino moves up and uh, and, and along with Atalanta and are drawn with uh, Lazio on 41 points. Atalanta uh, with a bit of an advantage with a, a plus 17 goal differential over Torino's plus 11 and Lazio's plus 9. And, and what this did was, uh, you know, it, it brought about some 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 cries from from Inter fans. Uh, that that it was uh, that that maybe it, maybe it's time to go maybe maybe it's time to change things up maybe it's time to actively look for a replacement for Luciano Spalletti uh, and, and because just the way this match uh, the way this match was handled was just not we didn't we didn't see the best of Inter at all and and, and that's uh, a, a bit disheartening um, going through and 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 reading uh, some of the comments uh, on our game story. Uh, was that it, it just was not a good match for Inter. And, and, and uh, uh, one comment even spoke out, you know, instead of focusing on, on jerseys, uh, the team needs to be focused on the team and, and not on marketing and, and things like that, which I understand. And, and, and that, coming from a fan perspective, is, is, is not uncommon. However, you have to consider that, that this team is a business and, and, and uh, a business is nothing unless it makes, uh, unless it makes money. So 
that that's where you you see a bit uh, a, a, a bit of the problem. But um, so two one loss to to Calgary, uh, and uh, we'll talk more. When we come back after the break. Uh, we'll 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 talk a little bit about what's coming up this week and some other news that is uh, that has happened over the weekend. Uh, we'll be back after this break. You're listening to the Serpents of Inter podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And welcome back here to the Serpents of Inter podcast. Matt Clark, site manager for Serpents of Matadena, uh, here flying solo today. Uh, not not uh, uh, not a problem. Uh, it is uh, kind of a bonus podcast, if you will. Uh, but uh, so we talked about kind of how things shape up in Serie A. Uh, Inter now in fourth, uh, a point behind uh, yeah, behind AC Milan, which means that the upcoming Derby della Matadena uh, has, has a lot of implications, a, a lot of potential. Uh, implications here for the future of, of where Inter may stand at the end of the season. Very similar to what we've seen, what we saw last year, and that uh, you know Inter held third for so long, slipped down to fourth, slipped down to fifth, and had to uh, eke it out in the last match of the season by beating Lazio in order to claim the fourth and final Champions League spot. Um, and, and and that has brought about uh, some interesting news out of Italy. Uh, the biggest one, as as we reported on, is that uh, now Inter is eyeing uh, Max Allegri from Juventus uh, to come in and replace uh, Luciano Spalletti as Juventus may be eyeing Antonio Conte, former Chelsea manager, to to come in and uh, and take the take take the reins uh, of Juventus. And this was a little perplexing to me. I don't know that I understand exactly why Juventus would want to make a change here. Juventus has been uh, strong on top of the table. They have provided. Uh, tools to be successful for Allegri. I don't know that Allegri's really done anything wrong. Um, I, I just think maybe it just if uh, if you're the Italian media, obviously the sensationalism is is key, is paramount. But uh, um, you know there there may be some some uh, uh, some some credence to this uh, in in trying to to suggest that uh, that Allegri could come in and and, and take over. I don't really know. Uh, how, how that is, but but the fact of the matter is is that yeah, is that uh, uh, Milan uh, or Inter Inter has, has, has struggled of late. Um, although they had a nice win streak there between the Europa League and and Serie A, um, one one person pointed out on uh, uh, on on our website that uh, out of twenty seven easy points, we picked up three, uh, and, and that's that's a problem. This includes. Uh, uh, a loss to Sassuolo, a draw with Torino, a loss to Parma, a loss to Atalanta, a draw with Chievo, a draw with Sassuolo, uh, a loss to Torino, a loss to Bologna, and then a loss to Calgary. Uh, all of which were should be winnable games. They, they, they I agree with uh, with uh, with Forza Pupi on our website who, who suggested that. Um, and, and what we have coming up does not provide itself with uh, uh, with a lot of ease to, to to get our path back to the Champions League um, very uh, very easy. It, it doesn't make it very simple at all. And and, and you know I I just don't know what you know what the next step is here for 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 Inter in terms of how they how they respond. Uh, you know, Icardi has asked for two weeks. 
left to, to sit out and he's going to get it and, and that's fine. Um, you know, it is what it is. I'm honestly, I'm kind of tired of talking about Mario Icardi to, to, to be quite honest with you. I, I know it's a hot topic. I know it's something that, that, uh, we, we have to talk about, but honestly, the drama is getting a little tiresome. Uh, it's, it's, it's getting a little sickening and, and, and it's really taking away from, from the rest of the team and, and what the team is doing on the pitch. So for all intents and purposes, I'm, I'm content with not, uh, not talking about Mauro Icardi at all. Uh, just because it, it, again, it's just getting very tiresome. Uh, you know, this week we've got, uh, the, the first leg of the round of 16 in the Europa league with Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, that is coming up on Thursday. Uh, and then we have Spal um, all at home. Uh, so, you know, we, we've, we've got, uh, you know, we've got an opportunity to, to right the ship yet again. Uh, the problem here is this consistency. Uh, to me, anyway, I, I think we just have a real problem with consistency. The team responded well uh, to the drama with Mario Icardi uh, in, in their in their win streak, but again, I, I have to agree. You don't pick up a win against the teams you're supposed to beat. Then what's the expectation when you go in against the teams that are going to provide you challenge? And, and that's what we have coming up on the schedule. Is is we have teams that are going to challenge us that that uh, uh, you know are, are going to be. Uh, you know, are, are going to provide problems for us. And, and you know, we've got, uh, uh, you know, not only do we have Spal on the 10th, uh, but, but you know, the matches don't get any easier. And, and, and unless, you know, this team can, can turn things around and, and, and make things what they're supposed to be, um, then I don't know that we make the Champions League unless we win the Europa League. And, and even that's not a guarantee. Um because I think Eintracht Frankfurt is is a very strong squad, uh, a team that can present a lot of challenges for Inter, uh, especially with the way they're playing now. But again, I think it just comes down to consistency. And, and do I see Luciano Spalletti being replaced at the end of the season? I think that depends. I think if this team fails to qualify for the Champions League, I think he's out. I think he's gone. Um, who replaces him? Who knows? Uh, you know, it's probably not going to be Jose Mourinho as much as I think some Interisti would would like to see. I think Conte is 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 on the list. I I, I think Allegri, uh, you know, if he if he's dismissed from from Juventus and they decide not to proceed further with him, I think he is a viable candidate for the position. Um, you know, there's others. Uh, you know, Diego Simeone. I I don't see why he's not a potential candidate. Although what he does at, at Atletico Madrid, um, I don't know that he wants to leave. I think he, I think his dream job is Inter, but he's got a really good thing in Madrid. Uh, and what he's done in La Liga is, is definitely something to take note of and something that he can build upon. Uh, that said, I think he I think he could be uh, on the short list of of, of people that uh, uh, that enter to talk to uh, if in fact their uh, their managerial job comes open. And, and you know it, it, the the game is fickle, and, and and you know if you're not producing, then you start at the top, and you part ways with Mario Icardi. You part ways with with Luciano Spalletti. Um, I think you try to keep Ivan Perisic. I really do. I think I think Perisic has found has found his groove again. I think he's found his rhythm again. I think he's he's got a lot of potential. I don't know that he necessarily <clears throat> wants to leave. So I think I think you have to try to maybe hang on to him, and then you go out and you try to find a quality striker uh, and, and some midfield support in the off season. Um, you know, another another story out of uh, out of Italy is that uh, Cedric Suarez will probably not be renewed. He'll probably be sent back to Southampton um, as as Inter make a play for Matteo Darmian uh, at uh, at Manchester United. I don't see this as being a bad move at all. Um, I think Darmian uh, it, it would be a good pickup. I think he I think he'd be a good addition. I think he'd really bolster the physicality of our back line. 
Not that I have a problem with Cedric Suarez. I, I think I think he's a good player. I think he's a good defender. Uh, I think I think what he brings to the table is good, probably for a team like Southampton. Um, I just don't know that he has the mix to, to make something happen uh, with Inter. So I, I can see him not being uh, not being picked up in the summer, being sent back, and maybe that money being utilized for a player like Darmian, uh, who, who who could come in and, and make some noise uh, for Inter right away. So uh, time will tell. It's hard to say, you know, how things will play out. But, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of things on the table. There's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of talk, but uh, um, hard to say. But uh, I'm going to wrap it up for, for now. Uh, we'll, we'll come back uh, probably around midweek and, uh, and talk a, a bit more about what's coming up with uh, Eintracht Frankfurt and Spall and, and some other news. Of course, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of talk this week. Uh, I, I can foresee with uh, with managerial changes, with player changes after after the loss at Calgary, and where things stand with Inter presently. Um, and we'll talk more about that uh, later in the week. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Make sure you uh, you check us out. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you have something we'd like you like us to talk about, make sure you comment in the comment section below. Be more than happy to get into that and and talk talk about that. Uh, talk about your concerns and your questions. Uh, and, and for all the latest uh, news and information on Inter Milan, make sure you check out serpentsofmatadina.com as we try to provide uh, uh, as much analysis of things as possible, whether they're credible uh, uh, transfer rumors, whether they're uh, tactical analysis of matches, things like that. Make sure you check us out uh, and, and take a listen. So for that, this is uh, Matt Clark. I am the uh, site manager for serpentsofmatadina.com. And I'll uh, bid you farewell and hope you have a good, uh, a good week leading up to Frankfurt on Thursday, Spall this weekend. Uh, and with that, Forza Inter. Il gioco di gambe, guadagna il fondo, il cross, e gol, 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 Dabro, Dabro, Dabro. Palla ancora dentro la di rigore, c'è un mischione, Nangolan, e gol, e gol, e gol, e gol, e gol. The Serpents of Inter podcast is brought to you on the SB Nation Network. For more information and to check out all Inter Milan news all the time, make sure to log on to serpentsofmatadina.com. Serpents of Matadina.